Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, coming at you live from the Pokey Float Parade. It's your hosts, David and Seth. Hello. Hey, how's it going, What's man? Up? Oh, man, yeah, I'm really pumped to uh, get into what we're about to get into, but I want to ask you how your week is going. It's going pretty good. good. We're recording a lot earlier than usual. Yeah, yeah, it's because you've got to watch the Jags play tonight. I do. And I have to watch the... Start of the preseason. I have to watch the Dolphins play. Yeah, yeah. They, well, good luck with that. They won't be as good as the Jags, uh, but, you know, they will be them. That's for sure. Yeah, and I mean, they can't be as good because only one team is, can win the Super Bowl. Exactly. And since it's going to be the Jags, it, it necessarily means the Dolphins won't be. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, but yeah, uh, next week we're going to go back to the regular schedule, um, getting off of the summer schedule of what we've been doing, um, and we'll be recording on Wednesday night and releasing Thursday morning. Um, so if you're looking for us next week um, and we're there early, uh, that's why. So Don't freak don't out. Don't freak out. Um, it's it's not as big of a deal if we pushed it back a day, but uh, it's still it will become the normal for a while. Um, and ho- hopefully Nintendo will stick to their new norm of uh, releasing their directs on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, um, which was a nice a nice surprise for once. Yeah, and uh, and talking about that, uh, we're gonna jump straight into discussion about the new Nintendo Direct, the Super Smash Brothers Direct. Um, cause oh, yeah. it was, it was all smash bros all the time. Um, instead of, and boy, was it, was it something? Yeah. Um, instead of 90, 90% smash bros, it was all smash bros and mm-hmm. they, it, it's very odd, Seth. I wanted to bring this up to you, not to, not to jump the gun on this. Um, the, the general consensus I got on Twitter from people that weren't that excited after the first direct was that this one after really e- E3. yeah after E3 was that this really sold them on Smash Bros um and I was fi- yeah I thought it was kind of humorous how a lot of people are like I'm a lot more I-, I thought this direct was much more exciting than their E3 direct which I have to admit I kind of did too um if only because you know this was pretty much all new information um whereas like at E3 the fact that all the characters were back was a huge deal, but then after that, it was mostly just like the the regular Smash stuff, um, aside from Ridley right at the end. And I think that E3 Smash info was also a little bit, I don't know if tainted is the right word, but it was sort of overshadowed by the lack of excitement from the rest of e- uh, Nintendo's E3 presentation. So it kind of was... Uh, dragged down a little bit by that but i but i have to agree it was this was a a whole bunch of exciting stuff yeah it's very exciting i just i didn't quite understand the how people weren't excited or at least were underwhelmed by the first one um because i was i was very excited just to see honestly just to see that a fully fully formed smash bros was coming this year um and everything and so i'm I'm really excited, uh, especially even more so after seeing what they announced um, at, on this direct. So we can we can start with that right away. With um, they start off by announcing a new character. Well, technically, they started off with Luigi getting murdered. They, they uh, did start by with Luigi the getting by murdered. the Grim Reaper. Um, which was awesome and hilarious and made me want like a super dark Luigi's Mansion game. Yeah. But then I don't know where uh, Simon Belmont comes in and hit, hits him with his, his, his famous chain, which was really cool. It, it was something that uh, I think we've talked on here before about a guy who would likely be in it. And it was actually technically spoiled the night before. Because um, someone on, on, on Nintendo's YouTube account, they were they posted the... Uh, the the Super Smash web website had posted a new soundtrack from uh like a remix of Galaga uh but it got posted to YouTube as, with the the title of 
um, some Castlevania music, so it was kind of spoiled a little bit that that was going to show oh, up. No. Um, but it, it was still cool. But then that. That, that then it turned right around, and they also announced Richter Belmont, which was kind of nobody saw coming, and was frankly insane because he had never been on a like his games never released on on Nintendo consoles. Right. Um, I I guess it had a re-release on Wii. Uh, some of them did. But it was sort of this is sort of a guy who's completely foreign to Nintendo, and it and it was right like immediately after the Simon there was the Simon reveal. Um, there was no time in it, and that sort of got you kicked off with okay, uh, there might be a little bit more in this direct than we were expecting. Yeah, because I know I had said to you previously that I was really only expecting two new characters, like uh, a brand new one, and then an and then an Echo Fighter of somebody. Um, and then they just blew my expectation expectations away. Yeah, it was it was completely. crazy. They they were they went balls to the wall with it. Um, so they we ended up getting um, one new character and one new Echo Fighter, and then we cut to uh, Sakurai talking to us about um. The, you know, how Castlevania and Dracula is going to be a boss and how the Castlevania stage is going to have random, uh, random enemies from the franchise come through and attack kind of similar to like Ridley and Yellow Devil. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that was pretty neat. I, I'm really excited. Um, so I, I want to talk about something that I got the feeling about early on in the direct. When he mentioned Dracula, he said mm-hmm. the word boss. And yeah. so that cued me up. I was like, wait a second, boss is a weird term. Because, um, you know, usually it's like an enemy on the screen or something. You don't usually right. throw around the word boss. And then later on in the trailer, later on in the direct, we get um, the news that Rathalos is going to be in the game uh, from Monster Hunter. Um, which if right. you don't know what that is, it's a big dragon. Um, and kind of like the, the iconic monster hunter monster, they put it on the box and everything. Right. And he's, he's also, there's like an, there's an event in final fantasy 14 going on with, with him and any, any kind of crossover that monster hunter do does, it usually involves Rathalos. And so they are having, um, Rathalos be an assist trophy and they said specifically that he's going to be a boss. They didn't talk about a story mode in this game at all, in this direct at all, but there's got to be some sort of boss rush mode, or maybe a subspace mode like with uh, well, subspace was in the Wii U one, or was it the Wii one? No, it was in in Brawl. Ah, uh, Brawl. And yeah, I mean they they're definitely teasing stuff about it because even even the stage um, that they showed Rathalos on was did not appear to be like an announced stage, but rather just sort of, it, it had its own sort of area themed around him. And the, the beginning of when they were showing off the, um, the Castlevania stage, it had, uh, Simon Belmont, like walking up a pair of stairs into it as if he was like walking off screen. So I think, um, later on they did show there were, they showed the, the menu and, and it, and it had one option that was blurred out that they are, saving for later uh so yeah it does seem like it's gonna have a i don't know how how much of a legit story mode but certainly some kind of something that they're going to be doing with it yeah um and then we got the news i think me and seth never said it on this podcast but we have complained about it before to each other um that it didn't make sense why they didn't put crom into the game instead of um was it lucina yeah um that was weird but but they announced that crom is going to be in there he's a an echo fighter of royce yeah which makes no sense well i I mean it it makes sense because like they're supposed to him and lucina are supposed to fight the same way it was interesting though that he also has a little bit of ike's moveset in it uh, which I think he, he looks pretty fun, and then they turn around and gave us uh, Dark Samus is also going to be in it from from the Prime games as a, an echo of of Samus, of course. Um, which is just these are 
characters that I never expected. Just because they, um, you know, they were assist trophies, or and Krom showed up in and Robin's final smash uh, in the previous game. Um, but here we here we have Sakurai. He's throwing everything at us. Everything that the 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 fan base has been asking for. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm here for it. Which it's it's made a lot of people. Um, you kind of put your conspiracy theory hats on it. Like, okay, who have they not shown that we that we saw in the previous game as an as a non character? Um, and definitely, like uh, people are people have been speculating about Shadow the Hedgehog because he has not showed up at all, um, and he seems like he would be an easy one to to throw in there as a as an Echo Fighter. Yeah, of course. Um, so I do want to get to the. I saw on Twitter and it got me to thinking someone actually basically, and I'm pretty sure you saw this too, Seth. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you remember, you go back to Wii U 3DS Smash. They did a poll for what characters you want to see in Smash. Right. And uh, Bayonetta won, and I'm doing air quotes around one. Bayonetta won that poll and it actually ended up (laughs) becoming that or like people realized that bayonetta had been planned from the beginning and mm-hmm. so uh that poll a lot of people are theorizing was really for this smash um to see you know gauge interest for future games and so far from what a lot of people have wanted uh or at least what they would guess was the top 10 about a good chunk of them have been added to the game uh, already. Um, And so it's looking like the next two on the list, uh, at least popularity wise is uh, uh, Bandana D from Kirby and Isaac, (laughs) Uh, which we are both huge Isaac stands to get that. I will, I will eat a bandana if Bandana D gets in this game. (laughs) Uh, but hey, it's not impossible. Yeah, for real. Um, he, I would not. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, but yeah, it does seem like because uh, we'll we'll talk about it um, once we get to it. Uh, but there was a, there was another character revealed who was pretty high up on on the uh, the wish list of, of most people. Um, but before we we got to talk about like the they didn't just show fighters um, because. They all when they when they showed um when they showed the Dracula's castle stage, uh, they made a point to to say that it's it's going to have remixes of thirty four different music tracks from the Castlevania games, um, which is insane. Uh, but later in the direct, they told us how the 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 game itself is going to feature over twenty eight hours of music. Yep, over um, eight hundred tracks. Yeah, it's it's absolutely bananas. Actually, part of the direct showed uh, a woman putting uh, a s- headphones into her switch and then and then putting the switch into her purse and using it as just a music player. Yeah, which is absolutely something I would do, but it's also kind of hilarious. Which which makes you wonder. Not that I, um, I'm not in the camp of people adding unnecessary stuff to the switch, um, but like why maybe why Spotify and stuff isn't on it. Um, because obviously, I mean, Sakurai made sure to point out that you're able to plug in headphones and put the device to sleep and still listen to music. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would do that for sure. Yeah. Uh, this So this game, it, it looks like it's going to be packed to the gills with content. Um, there are... So they I don't, I don't even know if this is going to be the final total. Um of just like base stages like non-DLC but they said there's 103 stages currently in the game. Um and they also said that each one has a battlefield and a and a final destination form. So that's like over 300 different stages that you can play on. Yep. Which is I I think they showed that the previous game or at least Smash for Wii U had like uh post DLC it was something like 58. So we're looking at two times the amount of levels in here. Um, and I don't even think that the stuff they've announced that's going to be all the levels. Just like, we know they're, we know they're probably going to announce more characters, but they're, they're already sitting at um, 70, basically. It's, it's, it's crazy. So they also 
they also showed up showed off the new kind of modes that are going to be in the game uh, besides the one mystery mode right uh, one of them i was very excited about was the squad smash which lets you choose uh different individual characters for each stock which is um it, it was in the previous game but only in the weird form of um what was the board game called oh I yeah remember. i don't remember but yeah, that was the at the end of the the Smash Tour, the, the the weird board game and the Wii U game. At the end of it, you got to you got to fight uh, with individual stocks based on the character you, characters you had collected, and so now it is um, an actual mode, which is something I'm I'm excited about. Uh, there's also you can they they have a cool like um an option to have this the smash the final smashes uh as a bar you have a bar that you can charge up yeah. rather than having to break the smash wall which is kind of cool um there's also what was the the other one there i forget what it was called but it was a mode um I, yeah, it was called smashdown where you get each time you choose characters they are eliminated from from choosing them after that so it, it kind of it it implements a little bit of, of strategy into your character selection. Um, it's all so it's all really kind of kind of fun looking stuff for for people who are are trying to get something different out of it. And and uh, and if you if you think about it, sorry, um, the esports scene is going to be all over that Smashdown mode. Um, yeah, that that would be cool. Because then uh, I mean, like in League, when you're when you're playing League against someone, you can't. Uh, like you can pick bands and stuff, so other teams can't pick certain people. So it'll be kind of neat to see, um, like, if people strategically pick another character that someone isn't good as at, yeah. good at, you know, or is good at and stuff. Um, I I'm really excited for some of the smaller touches than the, mm-hmm. the modes. So the 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 smash ball and possible and weakening. And strengthening the smashes is something that I was super into. Um, yeah. I really like... They're really adding so much customization to this that it's basically making it a game creator and a game itself if you don't want to mess with any yeah. of that stuff. Um, but the one thing that really jumped out at me, and I I got so stupid giddy when this happened, um, is when they added a stage swap where like you're fighting on the stage and you can at the stage select screen pick two different stages um i mean i'm sure that it's possibly could be more but i don't know and Mm -hmm. um it'll swap randomly between the two stages and so that's that'll be really fun um just a lot of stuff to really make it to where you can play so many different play this game so differently between you know each match that this game is going to have hundreds of hours of content um, and and they also made it so much simpler for you to like access those things you can finally save uh different the different settings of your game mode so finally um you you don't have to worry about when you load up the smash screen it automatically goes to time match <laughs> you mean stuff which has always been one of the certainly a minor annoyance but always just really annoying that you know, if, if you're too, if you jump the gun too early, you're gonna end up in a two minute time match. Yeah. When we know that everyone plays stock. Yeah. Um. The. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's something that I'm really excited to be done with. Um. One of the things that I really enjoyed was the announcement of the really comprehensive uh, training training area, because yeah. uh, people like Marianne have never played Smash. And so she can go in there and see how far back the moves will knock back someone and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And she's meticulous enough that she'll go and do that stuff to learn to be a little bit better. And mm-hmm. I'm not so much that way. I just play and get beat a lot. That's my deal. But I know that she'll be all in that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's cool. So the the other that would be remiss if we didn't talk about because they had a a whole segment about like new items. Um, there was a cool one, the a banana gun, which was 
bizarre. Very, it was very strange. It's a, it, it was a, gun, a, a banana that shoots out a, a powerful bullet, and then you can drop the peel. But they also talked about the new Pokemon that are in, in it, one of which is Alolan Executor, which basically, uh, he's just massively tall and, and prevents you from jumping over him, which is hilarious uh, and looks really fun. Um, but then they got into the, um, what are they called? The assist trophies. And they started off with zero. So I was immediately disappointed that zero was going to be an assist trophy. But then it, it, it went into this, this incredible remix of the, the opening stage music from Mega Man X. And I was like, all right, I'm fine with this. This <laughs> music has, I'm all in on this. And also zero looks, he looks really cool. Like a, a perfect representation of, of how he should look in 3D, unlike some other games that I know. Um, and they also <laughs> they also showed us Knuckles, uh, which he had been shown before. Um, what were some Shovel Knight, isn't it? Which is amazing. Uh, the first Western indie character to be in Smash Bros. Even if he's even though he's just a, an assist trophy, it's still pretty awesome. Um, Captain from from Animal Crossing is in his is in his bus and just drives people off the the screen. Uh, and also the uh, the moon from Majora's Mask. It just it shows up in the back in the background and, and slowly creeps toward the stage until it, it explodes the whole thing. And it was awesome. Yeah. Just everything from from front to back. This 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 direct was just it was just above and beyond anything that I expected. And and I'm. I'm so stoked for this, um, because you, you you know that they they intentionally have held off stuff, so we are probably going to get a Smash Direct in the future. At least um, one more, yeah. Which means, alongside the stuff they have held off, there's also going to be new characters and probably new stages on top of the massive amount of stuff that we have. Um, and so, you know, coming to the end of it, I was I was excited and I was stoked for the next one, and then. They show us this cutscene, you know, it's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong lounging around in their house, and they hear noise, and they go to the window, and you see this big hulking shadow that looks suspiciously like a crocodile, um, and you're like, oh snap, is this is this for real? And then it turns out to be King DDD, which was kind of hilarious. Uh, but then King Carol shows up and murders King DDD, uh, and he is announced in the game. Uh, it is strange that every time a new character shows up, they have to they murder, murder people. It's uh, but it's I, I'm vicious. here for it. Uh, maybe that's what the the new mode will be. It'll be about uh, um, redeeming or or have or seeking vengeance on the on for all the of the murdered characters. Yeah, I'll take that. But King Kirul finally in the game. Um, he he looks really fun to play. He's got um, different moves from each of his like appearances so he's got like his his hat his crown boomerang the way which is from donkey kong uh, country one and then he's got his i guess blunderbuss looking cannon attack from from two um and his his final smash is amazing it's from donkey kong 64 the, the his island shooting a laser at at donkey kong's island and, and blowing the thing up which is what happened every time you would you would save and quit from from DK sixty four. So it's just it's he he just looks amazing. He's another one that he always seemed like a, a really long shot to get in the game, but was certainly high on the on the the Smash ballot. Um, so I am, and, and just just the idea that a character as obs- not necessarily obscure, but a character that really hasn't been anything since Donkey Kong sixty four is now in the game. It's it's really it's anyone is fair game at this point, right? And that was the end of the direct, and it was just everything far up, it far surpassed anything that I ever expected and and could want. Um, and at this point, honestly, even if we don't get Isaac or Gino, who I think is going to be in the game, Gino from uh, from Super Mario Six uh, RPG, um. It, I I would have a very hard time finding fault in this game, especially because you know there is going to be like stage and character DLC um, on top of the stuff that they are showing us. Right. It's going to be insane. I actually had a friend who texted me out of the blue, and he was like, "Well, I may have to get a switch 
And I said, why? Because of Smash? And he was like, yeah. And the, it just, this, it's going to be, this thing is going to drive Switch sales like crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go through the roof. The, yeah. I, they're, oh, I mean, you're not going to want to be the guy that has to share a screen with someone um, when you're playing with your friends if you're all out and about. So you're going to buy a Switch so you can play Smash with your friends. Um, and everyone's going to... I would love to see... I'm excited to see the attach rate on this on this game. Yeah. Because uh, it'll, it'll definitely be at least... Um, you know, it'll be high. I... I know it. It probably won't happen, but remember when when um, Mario Kart Deluxe came out, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It had a higher attach rate than um, actually number of Switch consoles that were sold. Yeah. Uh, I would not be surprised if this happens again. Although the, there isn't this, there isn't really a shortage of, of consoles, but I imagine it's going to be very high up there, probably like in the 90s. Oh yeah, I I would expect that that actually does happen. Only mm -hmm. for the fact of, I know this happened to me when I was a kid, maybe not uh, other people, but um, we couldn't necessarily afford to get an Xbox at the time, and mm -hmm. my mom got me like Halo 2 when it came out, and I got my Xbox like a month later. Yeah. And so with it being so close to Christmas time, you know, that might be the first thing parents buy. Yeah, I could see that. Um. And that could that could lead to that situation, which yep. you know that would be funny and neat. Um, so yeah, th two completely new characters, three new Echo characters, um, hundred three new stages, or not new, but hundred three stages, and over. I just made sure to look it up. Over nine hundred songs. Uh, yeah. in the game and only two of those songs are final fantasy tracks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's gotta i i can't imagine that they have to square enix has to let them have more stuff in it yeah it, it would make no sense to have the one stage with only two two tracks and then you know there's hundreds upon hundreds of other ones for other stages yeah but who knows what square enix yeah um so with that, uh, we will transition to uh, what we played because we wanted to get to the good stuff first um, yeah. this week. Uh, so what I played this week was um, I, I didn't play much uh, just because I was, I was real busy, but I, I flipped on the old SNES classic and I played nice. through uh, the first couple worlds of Yoshi's Island. Um, there you go. Which is it's a classic game. One of my favorite platformers of all time. Probably go in my top three, uh, just because I've I've made sure to go back and play it so much. Um, and yeah, I've I've played that, and it still holds up. And you should play it if you have a Nintendo DS or a 3DS. Um, I believe no, it wasn't a downloadable because that was part of the. The ambassador, the ambassador program. program. So sorry, no, I don't uh, know. You'll you'll need yeah. to play it on the Game Boy Advance or uh, the Wii U. I think probably had it as an eShop download. Yep. Um, or play it on your soup your SNES Classic. Or your just SNES if you still have the cartridge. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I don't, but oh well, yeah, it's probably pretty rare. <laughs> um. And I played uh, more Octopath Traveler, nice. but I stopped because I got lost trying to go to my ne the next area, and I got real frustrated because I have just been fighting and fighting and fighting these enemies, and I don't want to not fight them because I don't want to grind later, but mm -hmm. I also want to get to where I'm going. So it's a weird dichotomy I'm in. Um, I'm not bored with the game at all, but it is taking me longer to uh, get through it than I initially thought. Um, uh -huh. The the yeah, it's a it's a good game though. I, I'm not knocking it at all. Trust me. Um, and let's see. 
I'm going to start up Destiny 2 again, so I'm ready for that level jump uh, yeah. next month. So Keep trying to get me to do it, but I will wait. I know. I know you're going to wait. It's fine. Um, but let's see. What? Uh, Okami HD comes out today, so I mm-hmm. will be getting that tomorrow. So I'll be talking nice. about that next week. On the, it comes out on the Switch. It's already out on the other consoles, but we all know my preferred console to play games on. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right. So, what did you play, Seth? Well, uh, so I this week took a break from Mega Man. Uh, That's fair. Prob- yeah, I mean, you know, I had I had played it for like every day for a week straight. Um, in order to be able to talk about it on here. And I definitely did talk about it. I actually, there was even stuff last week that I did not get to, and I have written down in front of me, uh, but I will not get into that. Uh, I'm cer- certainly, by next week, I will have played the uh, the remaining two, and we'll have my final thoughts on it. Um, but I just thought I, I would take some time off of it. Uh, what I did play, I... Um, in honor of it finally leaving early access, I got back into Dead Cells, the, uh, the roguelike Metroidvania platformer. Um, and it is it is just as good, or probably even better than I remember. It is a very addicting game. Um, it is a game that is easily, you know, you, you get through uh, and, and you die and you're like, oh, just one more run. And then, you know, you're, you're doing that for the next two hours. Um, fantastic game. Um, definitely worthy of all the praise it has gotten, even some of the uh, illegitimate praise. Um, <laughs> I, I'm playing it on 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 PC. I'm very tempted to get it for my Switch because it, it's kind of like a it's a perfectly designed game for that because you can play it in short bursts or um, you can go through long play sessions. Um, but apparently, it is it has some frame rate issues on the Switch currently it's still it seems still seems to be playable uh just fine um but it but the developer said that it's going to be november at the least before they get a a performance patch up onto it but yeah it's a very very fun game the uh the movement is very fluid the the combat is fun all there's a bunch of different weapons with all different styles that you can get um and as as you play through you unlock blueprints for new weapons uh, it's got the 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 you know the the mechanic that is all the rage these days, where you collect you collect resources, um, and then if you die, you lose them, which is annoying. I mean, it's good and it's annoying because it it kind of it, you get to a part of a level where your health is low and you have a lot of cells and you got blueprints for new items and and it it really it it's a very organic way of increasing the tension in those moments. Um, and and make you slow down and take a more methodical approach, um, and and it's fun because the game you can you can do that and it works, and but it also allows you to just kind of plunge headlong into danger and get out of it pretty well. Um, the bosses are difficult, uh, if only because of the way that the game sort of randomly gives you in, uh, enhancements, so you're not necessarily always prepared for the encounters that are you're going to come up to. Um, but I, I've been having a blast with it. Uh, the soundtrack is, is amazing. And visually it's, it's, it's all, it's, you know, it's, it's all sprite work reminiscent of, of Castlevania. Uh, and it's just, it's a, it's a gorgeous looking game. Um, and I'll, honestly, and one of the things that surprised me when I, when I turned it on, cause I, I usually, I'll, I'll connect my switch pro controller to my laptop via Bluetooth. And this is one of the few games I've ever played with it that it's it actually recognizes the controller and has the correct buttons, um, which was a, a big surprise to me. Uh, so just a, another another little little feather in the cap of of Dead Cells, but it's a it's a great game. Even though I am probably not even close to finishing it, I can fully say that it is Suplex certified right now, oh. uh, and I will be I will be playing this for a while. Um, Probably dying a lot too, uh, because it's 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 not it doesn't it's not necessarily difficult, but it's also not easy. It it strikes that 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 really that really fine balance between difficulty and fun. 
Um, so I also played uh, Dandara, which is another Metroidvania type game, an indie game. Man, there's so many of those coming out. Yeah, it's... and so many good ones too. It's amazing. Um, so this one's it's a little unique in that the the method of traversal in it is you there's no like running and jumping you you stick to walls and and it's kind of like hoggy in that in that sense oh okay um, good old hoggy but it's not, it, it's not just like floor and roof it's also you know walls and stuff and the this the levels will they'll change their orientation depending on where you are um and it it's it's really interesting but it's also not the most um I guess not the most natural way of of movement. Uh so it's it's still something that I that I'm getting used to and playing it. It I got up to, I've I haven't played much. I've got up to to the first boss of the game and gotten through the first the first major area. Um but it it's it's a fun game. Another game with amazing uh kind of the sprite visuals and and a, a great soundtrack. Um so we'll see how how I how I manage to to fit those two games. I imagine I would be playing more of Dead Cells than than the than the latter, um, but but mainly because so I played Dandar on 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 Xbox, but I have also started playing Hitman on Xbox. Uh, oh, because the the whole first season is available on um, on Game Pass. So that's uh, I I got into that. Got I played through the first couple missions on it. It's a very um, it's it's right up my alley in in terms of games because it's kind of a methodical game. It's almost like a, a puzzle uh, that you that you have to have to solve. Um, but the the levels do take some time to to get through. Um, and so I don't have much preliminary thoughts on that. Other than that, it's 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 fun to to figure out the different the different ways of. Uh, finishing your targets in that. So I'll, I'll probably have more thoughts on that in the weeks to come. All right. Um, but I think that's about it for me. I did. I, I didn't completely get rid of Mega Man. I have been playing the X Challenge and failing in that, just like I was last week. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been 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 getting into this week. Always good to hear. Um, I I love doing the what we played every week segment. Um, because it actually forces me to play something because yeah. there's a lot uh, a lot of time as you know and maybe the listener doesn't know that I will sometimes just zone out and not play games even though it's a great hobby of mine uh yeah I will just not do it and so um, I'm glad if anything uh if the listeners I would really like if the listeners recommended something to us um mm-hmm. So if you guys want to, you can email us and everything. Um, get at us on social media at SuplexTheSticks. Uh, it's SuplexTheSticks at gmail.com if you don't want to get at us on social media. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can follow everything else on there. We post the episodes weekly, uh, all that good stuff on those. Um, but if there is a game that you specifically want us to play, let us know and we will take it into uh definite consideration because i i never really know what i want to play sometimes so yeah it's hard to to know with the constant flood of new games what what's out there like it's easy to figure out the the big games especially based on when you know the stuff that you're gonna like but the smaller kind of stuff that you know you don't really hear about that's it's it's good to 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 hear hear opinions from other people about good stuff that that might might we might have passed up right um and with that we can jump into the news mm-hmm. um so uh seth as you might have seen um for some reason ubisoft picked this as a good time to uh announce it but child of light and valiant hearts are coming to the switch uh, yeah. Ubisoft announced that, like right before or right after the Smash Direct, and they mm-hmm. also had a script in the back or a piece of paper that obviously said Child of Light Two. Um, yeah. 
but it was partially conveniently covered. conveniently placed uh, behind the so switch. A, a, yeah, yeah, a little little sneaky reveal right there. Uh, Ubisoft also decided to announce uh, that s- the steep for Switch has is no longer in development, uh, which, which apparently uh, was kind of never really in development, according to some people. Uh, but they decided to end that charade. Yeah. Or charade. Whatever way. Charade. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's fine. Uh, you know. Um, it, it, whatever. Uh, I don't think anyone expected that game to come out. Yeah. And I, I mean, if it did, I don't think it would sell all that much. Uh, not mm-hmm. to be mean, because it's not SSX. So, yeah. Um, the, the couple of news items I have is that the world ends with you, which me and Seth have raved about before. I've played some of it. I just couldn't get into it because I just wasn't into my DS at the time when it came out, which is Mm -hmm. kind of a bummer. Um, But I did play a little bit. Uh, But The World Ends With You has a release date for October 12th, which is really exciting. Yes, Um, very excited for that one. I'm I'm very excited to grab it. Um, I showed the trailer to Cameron at work the other day, Mm -hmm. uh, Seth, and he was like, oh, there's this game looks really neat. How have I never heard of it? I was like, I mean, probably didn't play a lot on the DS. Um, but yeah. so he's excited to grab that. Um, Great game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm interested to see how the, the controls work in it. Cause apparently there's going to be a, a classic kind of control style. Right. The original game, you know, you had the kind of the, the big thing about it was that, battles were going on simultaneously in both screens and you controlled the top screen with with the buttons and the bottom screen with the uh the stylus um so i know that i know that they changed that when they release it on ios so it'll be interesting to see what how it's controlled but i'm very excited about it um especially for the the remixed soundtrack which the soundtrack in the in the original was amazing um so it'll be nice to hear hear that in nice high quality yep um great game the the other news that um i i so i'm really excited about this uh i've mentioned on the podcast before that i will buy diablo 3 on just about any platform it's released on for the most part Mm -hmm. and uh i'll get to prove that again because blizzard has come out and said that they have multiple diablo projects in the making and one of them is one that we will uh, most likely see this year, which Eurogamer released um, or leaked earlier this year that Diablo for the Switch is in the making. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, if I get to see that by holiday, um, oh, that'll be another thirty to forty hours of my life pumped into Diablo three with a different class. I bet one of those projects is a mobile gotcha game. Oh gosh. Yeah, those work for some people. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we can just hope it's not like a a Diablo take on Gwent or something. Like a, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a hundred percent going to be what it is. <laughs> um, I mean, they already have Hearthstone, but they they need a Diablo card game too. Yep. Um. The summer games are going on for Overwatch until the 30th of this month, so get your dope sports skins while you can. Um, and my only other piece of news is that the Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay trailer released today. And yeah. it looked um it looked good. I I don't know if it looked I don't think it necessarily looks as impressive as some other games that are out right now. Um, There's a lot of fog, uh, which (laughs) obviously is there to cover up some draw distance. Um, But it looks, it looks good. I mean, I'm excited for it. I still partially don't think this game is ever going to come out. Um, (laughs) But the, 
I, I would like to see how it looks running like with someone controlling it. Uh, because even though it said gameplay, you know, most of it was really third person and out of, you know, yeah. out of the perspective of actual game. Or at least to right. me. So I, I want to see what it looks like when you're playing. Which they did basically say that there's going to be another gameplay trailer. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of the weird thing for me. Like they they said this it was technically a gameplay trailer and it did look like an interesting kind of evolution of the 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 mechanics from the original game but there it didn't seem like a whole lot of of gameplay to me and definitely not the the specific stuff that you'll be doing when you play right um so Thank you. that that was it was strange at the end that they said we're, we'll get into the, the the nitty gritty basically of the game in the next trailer and then i was expecting it to continue playing but i guess that trailer does not exist yet um so yeah it's it not just it's not a it wasn't a huge attention grabber for me um i'm i'm sure there are a lot of people that are super excited for anything red dead who ate it up um but they didn't really it it, it didn't seem like a whole lot in the trailer yeah, I mean the stuff I'm they showed you. it definitely it it visually was impressive, um, and it does look to be the the same the the same kind of style of gameplay as the first one with some cool you know tweaks with the the gang, um, the way it it sets up in in different towns and uh, so yeah that'll be interesting, but again not a whole lot to to go off of. Yeah, it's I'm. I'm interested to see how you're going to do all the stuff it says you can do. Um, like, mm-hmm. it says you'll be able to conversate uh, your way out of, or converse your way out of, like, gunfights and stuff. There was no button prompts for that, so is it just, like, mapped to the D-pad? So that's that's what frustrates me about gameplay trailers, is they show a lot of cool stuff, but it doesn't always show how you can do it. So you don't right. know if it's a clunky mechanic or not. It just looks cool. And so I don't know. I I'm ready to see actually like I guess like a let's play or someone playing it live for a review because it just I don't know. I I this game just seems so far out of hand that I don't think it's ever going to come out. But that's me. Between Red Dead Redemption 2 and Days Gone, uh, I don't know which one will come out first, but I'm <laughs> betting on Never for both of them. Yeah. I won't believe it till I can grab it in the store. Because um, especially... Yeah, I get the, it. What? I get it. Especially uh, with how they mention that we won't get to see how you can interact with enemy gangs and stuff until another trailer which the stuff they said was basic stuff like shooting mechanics and stuff. So you're you're holding back core gameplay mechanics for another trailer that doesn't exist yet. It probably should have been in the first one. A little bit at least. So I don't know. Well, yeah, it's wait and see at this point. Because um, they are making us wait to see. Yeah. Uh, was there any other news you had, Seth? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Uh, Cooler got announced for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, he looked pretty cool. Uh, pun intended. Yeah, that was I. Uh, so that, I was like, I don't fun. know if we're gonna point this out, uh, but we can just go past it. Yeah. Um, very exciting for me specifically was the uh, Persona dancing games got announced that they are are coming to the West this december or yeah this december so i'm 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 excited for that i think i i said on here that i was i would definitely get the you persona did. 5 dancing game whenever it came on and so i will <laughs> you definitely did say that december 4th uh it'll, it'll be in my playstation 4 uh also alongside that um finally atlas they revealed they or at least they re-revealed persona q2 which is something they they announced a long time ago and then said nothing about, um, but it's a the 3DS dungeon crawler game. Um, got a got a couple trailers for it. Only 
they announced it for that it's coming to Japan November 29th. Um, so hopefully that'll be one that they bring over and that I can whip my 3DS back out for. Uh, because I am all about the Persona 5 world, and I, as I said, I will get anything that they release from it. Um, they, uh, Nintendo, in an interview, finally talked about where Breath of the Wild, the, the placement on the series timeline is, and they basically just said, uh, it's at the end of the timeline, and not necessarily connected to any of the other timelines, so... They didn't really say anything about it, which was kind of funny. Yeah, you gotta um, love that nebulous although, timeline. Although it it reinforces my idea that it is a convergence of all three of the timelines, because Breath of the Wild had it had um, it it sort of had information or like little Easter eggs about all of the games, not just the stuff in its in in the individual timelines, uh, which is why a lot of people were confused about where it fit. Um. PlayStation, Sony, uh, in celebration of having sold 500 million PlayStation 4 systems, they announced a limited edition PS4 Pro that is a translucent blue, uh, and it glows, and it's got this nice bronze uh, embleming on it, and it looks beautiful, but it is $500. Yeah. Uh, so probably not a thing that I will get, but definitely there's only going to be like 50,000 50, units made. So it'll be a cool collector's item for you collectors out there. Uh, the last thing is Bungie. They revealed um, in a trailer the first information about their uh, Dreaming City, the endgame location for their new Forsaken, oh, for, yeah. the, for Destiny 2 Forsaken. Um, it was kind of cool, the trailer. It, it It seems like it's going to have its own little self-contained story about it, and it's got its own... Um, cooperative pve mode like the the kind of firefight like modes that it, that it had what was the one in in the most recent dlc uh escalation protocol that everyone loved yeah uh, they've got the i think it's called the blind well in this one it, it looks like it'll be a little bit different but but definitely cool um it seems to from what they have said the location is going to change uh, its state based on the players um, don't no really no real specific details about it, but they did show that off a little bit in the trailer about you know it said the the dreaming city turns into a nightmare and it and then it showed landscapes that looked like drastically different than some of the stuff that it had had been been before so that that seems like it'll be interesting and then they of course at the end they teased the raid that's going to show up at some point. Uh, and apparently it's going to, it's their biggest, uh, it's going to be their biggest raid yet. And the whole end game experience, they're calling their largest end game experience ever. So it should be cool. Uh, definitely excited about that for, uh, next month when, when Forsaken drops. It's definitely exciting. I, I'm ready to see how they bust this game open and try to make people come yeah. back. So. I mean, the stuff they showed have looked pretty cool. The the trailer they dropped about the exotic weapons and 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 gear definitely made me excited. Um, and as someone who hasn't played the DLC, when the Forsaken Legendary Edition comes out with the other DLC, it'll be but definitely be enough content for me to for me to jump back in. Right. I also have. I'm sitting. Interestingly enough, looking at the Game Informer issue about Destiny 2 Forsaken. There you go. I'm using it as a mouse pad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that was about it that uh, that I saw this week that was kind of of note for me. So the uh, the the only other piece of news is a a, a complicated uh, one, really, um, that kind of popped up. And I know I've said that I follow this podcast before on the show, mm-hmm. um, but Nintendo Voice Chat, the host of that show for IGN, uh, Philip Mushin, uh, was uh, let go from IGN because it was actually found out that he plagiarized a review of a smaller YouTube channel um, and for for Dead Cells. And... Then it was also found out that this was not the only time this has happened. It's 
uh, kind of happened multiple times. And it's it's kind of sad that this happened. I'm sure that Philip is a, a nice guy, um, but it just it's a, it's a mixed bag. A lot of people on the internet are being real nasty about it, like they actually worked for IGN and he actually personally scorned them, which is very mm -hmm. strange to me. Uh, um, but those also could be people that trusted his opinion and then found out that his opinion wasn't actually his opinion. Um, but I think it, it's kind of just a a good cautionary tale to anyone that creates content like us or anyone listening that you're going to be held to, to what you do and uh, never do, never, I definitely don't try to echo uh, what I hear because I listen to a ton of video game podcasts um, but every everything should have its own voice and you should form your own opinions out there in the world and plagiarism kind of sucks because it takes away from really talented people um, that you know work really hard to put together content um, but he hasn't tweeted since he's been let go and so I don't have any update on him, but it's it's pretty crazy how this all came about. Um, do you have you heard anything about it, Seth? Uh, besides what I said, yeah, it's definitely a strange situation. I first heard of it from the the guy. Uh, I think it was I I, I want to pull up what the the name of the the guy who originally made the 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 review that got copied, um, but. He was who I, I I saw his he posted a video about how um saying, Well, IGN copied my review, what do I do? Um uh, so yeah, it's certainly a strange situation. Um Boomstick Gaming is what the what the, the YouTuber's name was. Um Definitely weird. I uh, apparently Philip has done this. People have found that he a couple of his re reviews he has done this before, so it is I don't know. It's hard to to figure out what would cause uh, a guy to do this. Uh, I imagine the first time he did it, he figured he could get away with it, um, and only because the the original creator of this content spoke up was this was this ever even found out about. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I I feel you know that it's too bad for Philip losing his job. I feel the worst about the. The guy who made the original video, um, I don't, I haven't seen that IGN has any plans to compensate him monetarily because that's a bunch of, you know, that's uh, sort of a not necessarily a major game, but a lot of one that most major outlets were covering, and so certainly one that got a lot of page views and, right. and revenue from it, and that's basically stuff that not necessarily that the guy would be making. Um, not revenue that he'd be making, but it is revenue made because he made his content. So, uh, so disappointing for him. So it hopefully is, it's good for hopefully him. Hopefully, he gets more 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 views out of it. Yeah, it's good for him because IGN did go out of their way. Um, it's hard because you, how do you edit an editor? Uh, like when you're the person in charge of that, uh, the chain of command gets weird. I think, mm -hmm. um, but IGN did put the YouTube channel, specifically the name, in their apology, um, as well as the yeah. announcement of Philip being let go. Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see where the show goes from now on on for that channel, and I mean it. It just kind of opens your eyes a little bit to to be careful and to be an opinionated jerk like one of us, I guess, <laughs> so that, you know, you're not copying anyone else. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a bummer. It's really weird to look at his tweets too, because he was bragging about how he was so excited for the video he made for IGN and how it was his first like self edited fully by himself video and everything. And, um, and then, you know, you get the, the truth and it's kind of murky and rough. Yeah. So just be careful out there, kids.
especially if you're trying to make it out there and then you do make it. Uh, um, but other than that, uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, all the listeners out there, um, a bunch of people jumped on and listened to the great Mega Man episode of 2018 last week within the past <laughs> couple of days. So all new listeners, we welcome you and we hope you stick around for another week. And, uh, I guess the last thing I want to leave you with is that we should all just be very happy that someone as talented and wonderful as Ben Schwartz was cast to be the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic movie. Um, it really is fantastic. <laughs> really, really. I was holding that till the end. I was kind of hoping you wouldn't bring it up during the news. Um, but we, we appreciate you and, uh, we will give you the wonderful gift of our voices next week. Uh, bye. Good night. Go Jags. <laughs>